The Will Cain Show podcast is presented by Eno, the Capital One Assistant. What's in your wallet? Will Kane and Sports Center's Matt Barry in today. Just before we went to break, we had breaking news that the NFL has suspended Steelers wide receiver Juju Smith Schuster and Bengals safety Georgia local one game each for their actions on Monday night's game last night. Now, I went back, Matt, during the commercial break and I, and I watched both hits again. And here's where I come away with it. Okay. When we started the show today, we both said, look, that's football. How are you going to take football out of football? Um, I stand by that with Juju Smith-Schuster's block on Fontes Perfect. He hit with his shoulders. He hit in the chest, face mask area of Fontes Perfect. The problem was Perfect wasn't looking. And I say it's a problem because of the visual. His body was limp. His body completely absorbed the entire hit. His body went down. But everything about that man looked legal to me. Now, Georgia Loca's hit. On Antonio Brown in the end zone, different. Helmet to helmet, puts his whole body into it. Looks like he's targeting exactly at that area. That's a clear violation of the rules. You know what I think the problem is with Juju Smith-Schuster? I don't think it has anything to do with Perfect wasn't looking. I think that it has to do with Schuster. Smith-Schuster stood over him and taunted him. Because if Schuster makes that hit, it's it's an ear hole hit in football. It happens on punt returns or interceptions where the, the field has flipped and switched. If Schuster makes the hit and keeps playing, I think we have a completely different scenario here. But the fact that he stood over him like Ali, that he just knocked him out, taunted him, brought attention to the hit, is why we're talking about it. Would Smith Schuster have stood over him had it not been Vontez Perfect? No. Any other player, he doesn't do that. It was a deliberate, I got you. Listen, we played this earlier. Smith Schuster doesn't says he didn't even know it was perfect. I didn't know it was uh, perfect at first. Uh, all I saw was, a, you know, the first Bengals dude that was in the tackle later on. So in my instinct, you know, I got a block from my, my teammate. And me just playing ball, um, you know, I hit him. Uh, after I seen the replay, I think I, think I should have held back a little bit more uh, and just, you know, from blocking him. Hey, and sure, I got straight cash on him. Also, I also believe that that's not me. You know, it's I should never stood over him. I apologize for that. And it's called with that, karma. With that, with that being said, uh, it's I hope he gets better. That's Antonio Brown in the background yelling, it's called karma. Yeah, that's Antonio Brown inserting himself into a conversation he wasn't a part of. Juju Smith-Schuster was doing the right thing after the game, addressing the hit, and he sounded like he was being contrite with it, and saying, you know, maybe I took it a little too far. Whether I buy that he knew that it was perfect or not, he knew it was perfect after he hit him. He might not have initially known when he made contact with him. He was going within the flow of the play. But when he saw him down there and stood over, he knew exactly what he was doing. Do you believe in karma? I believe, yeah, I believe in karma. You do? I do. What you put out there comes back around? I believe that what goes around comes around. I believe that if you are a bad person, it'll some it'll catch up with you. I believe if you're a deceitful That's person, cute. that will come back to get you. That's nice. I do. I don't believe that. Why? Maybe I've just been hardened from the real world. I want to believe well, the things I you live, said. You think I live in this Disneyland Cinderella mm-hmm. society? Mm-hmm. No, but I believe that if you go about your life living it the right way, that that will bring good things upon you. I believe that your attitude, the attitude that you put out there to the public is going to attract the type of people that are going to come your way. Let me tell you something. I used to believe what you're saying right now. 
I used oh, to believe I did. I used to believe that if you do the right thing, it will come back and pay you back in spades. That if you do the wrong thing, you will attract negativity into your life and you'll see more of that. I don't believe in that kind of karma because I've seen too many people do the right thing and not receive any rewards in this life. I've seen too many people have no success after choosing the right path while people that choose the wrong path are showered with worldly gifts and, and rewards. I think you do the right thing because it's its own reward. I think you do the right thing because it's its own benefit. You do the right thing not because you're going to get some kind of cosmic you know, reward for it. You do it because it's the right thing. The reason I'm bringing this up is okay. I don't think what happened to Vontez Burfecht last night was karma. I think what happened to Vontez Burfecht was frontier justice. That's all it was. Yeah. I don't think Antonio Brown was using karma correctly. Well, no, I think he was if you believe that exists, if you believe that's what happens. I think what happened is this is hockey, right? This is hockey justice, Texas justice, frontier justice. Sooner or later, if Vontez Burfecht is a repeat offender, the NFL is going to police itself. And now we can have a debate and we can have a conversation whether or not that should be allowed and whether or not that should happen. By the way, Marvin Lewis was asked after the game, is this players policing Vontez Burfecht? Is it on the players now to police themselves a little bit better? I don't. I don't. Or the hitting and the late hits and the hitting of the helmet. Well, again, I, I, I can't. I, you know, I can't. I can't comment on what you. I don't understand your question. Uh, you know, yeah, the, there's things in place to, to police this, but uh, you know, I don't know what play you're talking about in question or whatever. So, I mean, you're making a general statement, and probably not for me to make a general comment. I think you meant Marvin should players police themselves, and the league's kind of done all it can do in terms of suspensions. Well, I think the game has changed. You know, I, I don't know what play particularly you're referring to, you know, if there's difference. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, football is a, is a physical sport. Why is Marvin playing dumb? Because he has to. What do you want? Like, what, this is like the warden in Shawshank. Don't be obtuse. What would please you, though? Acknowledging that you understand the question. We know what happened. We know what happens when these two teams play. If this was Pittsburgh-Jacksonville, then maybe you're having a different conversation. These two teams have a deep history of hatred and cheap shots. Of course that was players policing each other, Marvin. Of course that's what just happened, and you understood the question. I disagree that it was... I don't think Smith-Schuster went into it like, I'm going to get mine. I think it was a part of the play. He had a clear shot, and he took it. Okay, let me ask you this. Top Gun. If you're coaching New England Patriots, and we had Tim Hasselbeck on yesterday, Ryan and I did, and he said... I'm Bill Belichick. I'm not sure I play Gronkowski in the second Bills game. Like this is going to come back. This hockey justice, this frontier frontier justice. Gronkowski's hit on Tre'Davious White. That will be policed by the players. You know what I love though, and it, with this, I love, I love the term frontier justice. By the way, <laughs> but why is it in in football? It's the worst thing ever. This happens in baseball every single day. Happens in hockey all the time. Why is it because it's football we're all of a sudden up in arms and we're all moralists? I'm not. And the people acting like, like again, the Shazier thing, take that out of it. Right. That was a, it was a it was a freak football play that ended up in a in a horrible injury. But the other stuff, that's just good physical football that the NFL is trying to take out of it. Well, okay, let me ask you this. This right. is a tweet from our own Josina Anderson. She says, a one-game suspension for Gronkowski looks ridiculous, especially relative to the discipline meted out to Smith-Schuster and Aloka. Regardless of whether Gronk is a lovable personality or not, and regardless of how severe White was hurt, it could have been worse. That's all that matters. That's a tweet from our own Josina Anderson. What do you think the opinion would have been on Gronk 
three years ago, if this happened, four years ago, five years ago. I think it would have been the same as it is right now. I don't. Well, how has his personality and public image changed? Because, no, I, I think that it's different now because the magic words were floated out there. Tredavious White was being tested for concussions. That was the magic word. If this is just a fight or a cheap shot and the concussion word wasn't dangled out there, we're not up in arms about it. Nah, I think it's the visual of Gronkowski loading up on a guy who has his back turned. Look, in the end, I saw people debating last night what's worse, Juju Smith-Schuster's hit or Gronkowski. It's Gronkowski's, man. Well, yeah, because well, neither player was looking. Hitting Burfick a, yeah, hitting a dude the in the back, though, in the back, with his back turned to you, loading up, dropping your WWE elbow on his head. I don't know that we need to compare these two. But if we are, Gronk's is worse. The Rosillo Show is brought to you by ZipRecruiter.com. Try it for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash Russ. That's R-U-S-S. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Russ. Okay, coming up, remember when you said earlier that you're excited to tell me all the ways I'm wrong over a three-hour period? Yeah. I think this is the one that you're going to be most upset about. I have some hypothetical college football scenarios to throw out there at you, and I want to change the college football playoffs. You're one of them. It's Will Kane and Matt Berry on The Rosillo Show on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. In life, there are talkers and there are doers. Sometimes it's not hard to tell the difference. Mike Bloomberg has spent his life getting big things done. Starting his business out of a one-room office, Mike built a company with 20,000 employees, all with good pay and quality health care. Elected mayor in the aftermath of 9-11, Mike got to work helping rebuild a shaken city, creating nearly 500,000 new jobs and expanding health care for nearly 700,000 New Yorkers. Now, there's a clear choice. Do you want a debater or a doer? Someone who can fix health care, who's done it. A guy who's unafraid of tough challenges, who has a track record creating jobs, who's taken on the NRA and won. That's Mike Bloomberg, a proven leader who can unite our country and get big things done. That's who can beat Trump. That's who we need in the White House. I'm Mike Bloomberg, candidate for president, and I approve this message. Paid for by Mike Bloomberg 2020. Geico presents, oh boy, another voicemail from your roommate. Hey, I got some bad news. Someone broke into our apartment and they took your TV and your computer. But what's most upsetting is they took my water bottle. Oh wait, there it is. I was really worried for a second. Oh, they took your stereo too. The Geico Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected. Like if your roommate is only worried about her $2 aluminum water bottle. Visit Geico.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. Will Kane and Sports Center's Matt Berry in for Ryan today. It's V Week. Please join ESPN and the V Foundation in the fight against cancer. Visit v.org slash donate. All donations benefit the V Foundation for cancer research. Now, all right, all right, all right, all right, Barry. Let's just do our best with this. But we're going to talk in circles. We're not going to talk in circles. We're going to get this sorted out. Here's the thing. I don't know what we're doing here, man. Are we doing best team goes to the college football playoffs? That's what I'm led to believe. We're not doing most deserving. We're not doing best resume. We're doing best team. That's what Ohio State fans need to understand today. That's what Ryan Rossillo believes. That's what Kirby Hokut has said. And by the way, that's what Will Kane believes today, too. That's why Alabama is in over Ohio State. Cosign, sign me up. I'm in. Alabama's a better team than Ohio State. That's what we're doing, right? Yes, what's the problem? I'm just making sure. The goal of the college football playoff is to put in the best four teams. And we are sitting here looking at 
Clemson, Oklahoma, Georgia, and Alabama unequivocally the four best teams in the country. Auburn got Alabama. I get it, but they also had two other losses. If Yes, yes those are the four best teams. Can, can, yeah, can. so you're in. We're in on the criteria together. We're in on the four teams. We agree. These are, it's supposed to be the four best teams. We have the four best teams. We That's agree, right. right? We do. So no problem. Yep. Except, let me play a little game with you. You ever read those Choose Your Own Adventure books when you were you a kid? used to love Choose Your Own Adventure, yeah, because you would choose the chapter you'd want to go with, and you'd, you'd, yeah, got it. They're not around, by the way. I mean, you can go get old school ones. I just bought some for my kids. I got like really? a nine-year-old that likes to read them. I'm like, you're going to love this, man. Do kids still read manual books, or are they all like Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Okay. They do, they do. Um, and it's not as big a hit as I thought it would be. Like, no, 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 you don't understand. You can turn to page 82 now. No, they don't get it. <laughs> they don't get it. Okay, here's my Choose Your Own Adventure for college football. Okay. And let me just see if this whole thing we're selling to everybody holds up. We choose the best I love teams. how you act like we're selling a bunch of BS. No. And why we? We have nothing to do. We're just the network that televises it. Because here's the deal, Barry, to be honest. I think I don't think the committee is liars. I don't think we're liars. I don't think anybody is lying except to themselves. All right. Give me give me a scenario. I don't one. think there's a standard. I don't think we pick best team. I don't think we pick most deserving team. In the end, to be honest... I don't know what the hell we do. And here, let me explain it to you. All right. Scenario number one in my Choose Your Own Adventure. If Wisconsin beats Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship game, who gets the fourth spot in the college football playoffs? Alabama. You do not believe that for a second. I do. You didn't believe it an hour ago during pre-show meeting. And then I thought about it. (laughs) I changed his mind. And then I thought about it. For my damn segment. I thought about it. I legitimately thought about it. The playoff has a Big Ten problem. It's got a Big Ten problem because the entire year, what were we saying? Wisconsin was on the outside looking in. And the, and we look, I'm guilty as anybody. When we were on SportsCenter on Saturday, we said that if Wisconsin wins, it's chalk. Oh, so you've, you're changing it now just to defeat me. No, I'm changing it based on what Kirby Hocutt said. And it was clear to me that he had an issue, he and the committee had an issue with the Big Ten in general, with strength of schedule and opponents. Okay. While I appreciate your 2020 hindsight, you didn't even think here's what I think. I think on Saturday, you would have and did say if Wisconsin wins the Big Ten championship, they're in over Alabama. I think every college football analyst we had said if Wisconsin wins the Big Ten championship, the undefeated Big Ten champion Wisconsin gets into the playoffs. I think I would have said it. I think. Everybody said it. I'll take it one step further. I said on Sunday morning when we had Feinbaum and Booger and we were talking about the the outcomes on Saturday, I said that Alabama needs to be the fourth team, but that I thought that the committee was going to put in Ohio State. Okay, so hold on. If we all said that if Wisconsin wins, they're in, we need to now also acknowledge everybody said Alabama is the better team than Wisconsin. All the same people put to a lie detector, who is better? Alabama or Wisconsin? There's no question, Alabama. Everyone would have said Alabama. And everyone said what Wisconsin would get in. So we're doing better teams still? That's what we're doing here? No, you're doing hypothetical. This this didn't come up. They, they were, they were faced, That's a convenient out. They were faced with their decision that they had to make, which was Ohio State Alabama. I changed the outcome of one game, and the better team argument falls apart. It doesn't fall apart. Because you don't know that the committee wasn't, they weren't faced with that scenario. You think the committee would have chosen Alabama? I do. Over Wisconsin. I do. That would never have happened. Okay, fine. Let's go to a second one. Okay. What if, and I have three of these, what if instead of USC 
getting crushed by Notre Dame, USC beats Notre Dame. They're in. USC over Notre Dame? Yes, over Alabama? They're in. But then you're you're missing Who's that, the better team? USC or Alabama? That one's flawed. Well, we had, what would they have done against? And this is another hypothetical. What would they have done against a, a very good Notre Dame team? Let's change it. Was Okay, instead of playing Notre Dame, they played Mercer like Alabama. And, of course, beat Mercer. Well, if you're going by the data, the raw data, USC had the best quote-unquote resume. If you looked at strength of schedule, if you looked at everything top to bottom, it was in USC's favor. But they had the one thing Alabama didn't have next to their name, which was two losses. If they schedule Mercer, you're taking out one of the two losses, and then you have one loss. That's to Washington State. Mm -hmm. And in that scenario, you would have had another one-loss conference champion against a one-loss Alabama, and in that case, USC I would have not gone, have been said. surprised if they they did USC, but I still think they would have gone Alabama. Who's the better team? Alabama. So I have two examples now of people that would have gone over Alabama, and we yet we agree that, that Alabama— Why do we think that they would have gone? Well, you said USC would go. Alabama, you said that one. I said that I thought that if, Alabama, if, if USC had a different— team on their schedule and didn't have the two losses, Yeah, I think the argument would have been between USC and Alabama rather than Ohio State and Alabama, and then it would have legitimately come down to who they thought was better. And then you look at the two losses, one at Washington State, the other at Auburn. They clearly don't value conference championships. All right, final one. What scenario? I'm going to choose your own adventure scenario. I'm going to change one game in the season and see what it does to our analysis. Instead of early in the season, Clemson beating Auburn, Mm-hmm. Auburn beats Clemson. Yeah. Now you have three one-loss SEC teams, one of which with two losses was number two in the nation going into the conference championship game. You have SEC champion Georgia. Mm-hmm. You have one-loss Auburn with a win against Clemson on their resume. And you have one-loss Alabama. Who goes to the playoffs? Who? Okay, you got to run that through. Okay. That would be three SEC teams plus. Who wins the SEC championship? Oklahoma. Plus two lost Ohio State or Wisconsin. So in your choose your own adventure, who wins the SEC championship? We can leave it just like it is. Georgia won. Georgia won. Mm-hmm. So then Auburn would have two losses. No. They would have they lost to LSU. LSU. I have to take away that one too. See? Choose your own adventure, boy. Can't even write his own damn book. <laughs> okay, fine. It's a two loss Auburn with a win over Clemson. And you want to come against, up with an against, eighteen playoff and you're not even giving credit for the loss. So give me give me another one. The bottom line is this. When we get to the education of the college football playoff, no one is sitting here saying that they got it wrong other than Ohio State fans. When you lose and you give up 55 points to Iowa, get out of here. Here's the thing. Go. I'm not defending Ohio State fans. I think, and by the way, I don't think Ohio State fans are asking to be defended. I think the vast majority of them are rational and know that Alabama's the better team. I think in the end that if I change one or two games – the analysis that we always pick the better team falls apart. I don't know what the analysis is. I don't know that it's most deserving. I don't know that it's best because I think you take Alabama over USC. I think you would have taken Alabama over an undefeated Wisconsin. I think you should have if you're going by a better team analysis, and I don't think in either of those scenarios they would have beaten those teams we to get in. We can't change scenarios in this situation to come up with a hypothetical response. We can because we're, we're well, elevated DeAndre, abstract well, thinkers who aren't trapped DeAndre by Francois, only what has happened in the past. But what if DeAndre Francois doesn't get hurt? You can change the whole course of Florida State season. Yeah. We, we think that. We don't know that. But what's your point? We can only analyze what happened, not what would have happened? That's what you just did for your choose your own adventure with a team that you didn't give credit for two losses in Auburn. You can't shoot you in one. You, you shot down one of my examples. The other two, meanwhile, shot holes in the entire we choose the best team. 
I, you had a better chance in your <laughs> argument with an 18 playoff. I was going to shoot. All right, that I'll down. sell you on 18 playoff. You want another chance to win? Okay, you thought you got another me with Auburn. chance to win. All right. <laughs> Tell us what you think on the one air so shaking his head because he was he thought you had something going on this segment. He just didn't. Do you agree with me, Sarudi? No, I know. I know you from pre-show. You don't even care. You're like Barry. What happened happened, man. I, I live in reality. For a guy that doesn't believe in karma, you living in this fantasy football world in college football. Well, karma's another story. That's ridiculous. You guys have been great high head coaches. I don't do hypotheticals. I don't do hypotheticals. I don't. Tell us what you think on the OneAirFlowers.com Twitter feed, at Rosillo Show. Coming up, I'm going to pitch the 18 playoff. I believe in the 18 <laughs> playoff. Maybe not why, because the reasons Barry anticipates, but I think it's the right thing. It's Will Kane, Matt Barry, on the Rosillo Show on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Now that Human Resources VP Ashley Campbell has Kronos for HR, payroll, talent, and time, she's managing her workforce like a rock star. She even has her own hype song. I'm the spark before the fire. I'm the power in the train. I have a really diverse workforce with different hours, skill sets, and pay grades. Don't stop. Don't stop. I'm the dream. You should know that. Now we're motivating and engaging the right people. Every step of the way. Kronos, HR solutions for the modern workforce and the people who support them. Learn more at Kronos.com slash HR Swagger. It's Will Kane and SportsCenter's Matt Berry sitting in today. Kind of a huge story. Matt, that Christine Lisi just read. I mean, I know it's not, is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer or is Joe Flacco elite, but the entire <laughs> Russian delegation. Or choose your own adventure in the college football world. But yeah, Man, I can't get enough of that. In fact, let's just come back to that in just a moment. But first, the entire Russian delegation kicked out of the Winter Olympics. And I don't know if you remember this, but this is, I mean, I, I was doing some outside the lines, I believe it was this past spring when these stories came out, but it was essentially the modern-day equivalent of the KGB, which is called the FSB, breaking into the Sochi Olympics, which was the Winter Olympics held in Russia on the last cycle, breaking into rooms, taking urine specimens, swapping them out, because they knew their, not, not their entire, but a good portion of their athletic base was doping. So they were swapping out sealed, sealed cups of urine that are dirty, mm-hmm. all urine's dirty, but you know what I'm saying here, for clean samples. It's like, a, it's like a spy mystery, a PED issue, and the Olympics all wrapped up into one. So let me get this straight. The Russians did something they weren't supposed to. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that it? That's yeah. the crux? That they, they, did, they did something wrong? Yeah. All right. Meanwhile, by the way, the World Cup's in Russia next year. <laughs> I'm in if we can do a 30 for 30 on the are you in on the Winter Olympics, by the way? No. Coming up, man. I'm not, February. I'm just not into it. I Are you could, into the Olympics, period? No. You're, oh, my I'm not. gosh. I don't, I don't Maybe like Maybe you're the, Russian. I don't even understand. Are you American? Do you bleed red, white, and blue? See, that's the other thing, too, is why is your— I, I'm just sorry. It, I didn't know you were unpatriotic. Happens. Your your patriotism is always associated with whether or not you like ice dancing or synchronized swimming. <laughs> why is that? If I don't like curling, I'm all of a sudden un-American. Actually, curling's great. You don't like track and field? Ice. You don't like swimming? You don't like water polo? Who doesn't like water polo? I mean, 
Doug Kazarian loves water polo. He was a water poloist at the Brown University, by the way. Yeah, I got him but beat. I was why, water polo at Pepperdine. Why is that the? Why is that the next thing? Like you're unpatriotic if you don't want to watch, you know, equestrian. I think we just found our guy, Rudy. Maybe you and Barry can get together and root for Greece in the Olympics or some other country. Just because I don't like the Olympics doesn't mean I don't like America. That's exactly right. The Olympics do nothing for me. They just they don't. I don't I don't care. Like if there's something big, for instance, like if when Phelps when history's on the line with Phelps, I would watch that. Or the gymnastics when they were going for the the the, the fabulous five, what was their nickname? There's been a couple of iterations of that Fab Five. Uh, whatever it was, this last one. I thought that was fun to watch because it was newsy, but overall, Would you ever root for another country over America? No, because I don't watch. So you won't no, 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 I don't root I don't, at all. Like, I'm answer. not going to, no. I mean, I I just, I can't. Sorry. All right. I did scoreboard you on several college football hypotheticals to expose that even in arguments that I agree with, yeah. even in scenarios I agree with, I recognize the flaw in our own argument. You really nailed it. Wisconsin one got you. Didn't. Here's the thing. I want to sell you. I know you're a hater of this because you've been hating already. I want an eight-team college football playoffs. Okay. Now, let me tell you something. I want it because it would be so fun. It would be so awesome. The main reason I want it is for entertainment purposes. The secondary reason I want it is I do want to preserve this idea in college football that anybody has a legitimate shot to win the national championship. Which they don't. I want to preserve unpredictability. I want to preserve upsets. I want some, not all, just an element of what we have in March for college basketball, for college football. Why? Because, Barry, it's fun. For a guy that doesn't like the Olympics, fun might be hard for you to grasp. But because it's fun. Because I don't... Oh, keep keep going. Tell me this doesn't sound fun. It sounds awful. Here it is. All right, go. All right. Obviously, because it's obvious, if you win your conference, you're in. Five conference champions... Guaranteed into my 18 playoff first. The Power Five. The top group of five team. UCF. Into the college football playoffs. All right. That then gives you three wild card berths. This year, it would look like this. One versus eight. One can host it at their own home game. You can be rewarded for performing. Clemson versus UCF. Let UCF prove to you that they're not worthy of a national championship. Let UCF prove to you they cannot win it, but give them access to show you. Don't box them out because of your expertise. Give them a shot, and eight teams allows you to give them a shot. You have number two, Oklahoma, against number seven, USC. Number three, Georgia, against number six, Wisconsin. And this Bama-Ohio State debate can be played out on the field in a four-versus-five matchup. That is three weeks of glorious fun. Okay. You done? Yes. That's your point? Yes. All right. Have you enjoyed the semifinals the first three years of the playoff? Yes. You have. I know they've been blowouts, but okay, I love so the you watched you watched Oregon beat Florida State fifty nine to twenty. The Alabama Ohio State one year one was good. That was forty two thirty five. Clemson beat Oklahoma thirty seven seventeen. Alabama beat Michigan State thirty eight nothing in two thousand fifteen. Last year, Alabama beat Washington 24-7, to and Clemson beat Ohio State 31 nothing. If you've enjoyed them, you haven't been watching because they've been awful. So you think we should go down to two teams? I think that it's been proven that not only are there not four teams qualified to win the national championship, there's been two 
each of the first three years. So why would you take that field and double it because you have a convenient argument for one team and your whole argument there Who's the was one team? UCF? No. That was the only one that you could— I want you to hearken back mm, three days. Okay. Did number two just lose to number six last weekend? Clemson uh, or Auburn, Georgia? That's correct. Absolutely. All right, so you gave me what's happened in the first round of the college football playoffs as evidence that there's no way more than two teams have a legitimate shot to win the national championship. By narrowing it down to your argument, to two teams, we can pinpoint who has a legit shot. And I can tell you last weekend, number six beat number two. I gave you a playoff before the playoff with the conference championships. That was a play-in game. Let's hearken back to 2014. You know what your playoff would have been, 18 playoff boy? It would have been Alabama versus Michigan State, one versus eight. Oregon versus Mississippi State, two versus seven. Florida State versus TCU, three versus six. And Ohio State versus Baylor, four versus five. Where was my group of five player? They, you didn't get one that year. Just because I, I went on playoff rankings. There are not eight teams. To get to the point of where you are going to be in the college football playoff, that is why you were playing your games. And to to add teams that have two losses in, by your metric this year, with your eight-team playoff, Ohio State's loss at Iowa means nothing. And I like to protect a sport where the regular season means more than any other this sport. This is my favorite argument. And give me another sport where the regular season means more than college football. You can have seven mistakes in the NFL and make the playoffs. This same argument was made against the idea of a four-team playoff. The same argument, preserving the meaningfulness of the regular season, has been used against every Every attempt to create a real championship game for college football. Well, Every they... time that comes up, the argument has been made for a decade. We have to preserve how great the regular season is. You cannot tell me. You just sold me how important the regular season was this year after adding two playoff games. You cannot tell me that adding one more, three, reduces the meaningfulness of the regular season. It does not. It only means that now eight teams have the regular season to play for. By the way, under my scenario, the Pac-12 championship game would have meant something. USC Stanford would have meant something. Then if you're U- the winner goes into my 18 playoffs. In your scenario, it means nothing. Why? Because we knew that USC Stanford winner wasn't going to go to the 14 playoff. All right, so then we you're going to tell me USC Notre Dame then meant nothing. No, I'm not saying you're diluting the prior product for the good at the end product, which I don't think is. It good doesn't for the dilute. Sport. It. I'm it extending the meaningfulness of the game. I haven't reduced any any regular season game's meaningfulness by adding one playoff game. None. You haven't. So what did winning the SEC championship do? Like You have to have an end game to this. There aren't eight teams that belong playing for the national championship this year. Could, could Auburn beat Clemson? Could Auburn beat Clemson? No, they played. They didn't. Could Auburn beat Clemson if they played next weekend? No, on Johnson's unhealthy. They could That's not. why they couldn't they beat could Georgia. Not. Okay. I disagree. I think there's seven teams that can beat number one. I think that number one versus number but seven Will, constantly is upset. We've seen it with the top. Four in the semifinals. Anyone who tells you the semifinals have been good outside 2014 Sugar Bowl with Ohio State coming back with Cardell Jones, the semifinals right. have been garbage. And those are supposedly your top four. You're so right. So what we're actually learning is the BCS actually knew what it was doing, aside from the fact of the year that Alabama LSU played for another time in the national championship, and that's what created the playoff mess. i got to get out of here. You're right about the semifinals and the way it's been. But I know that every single weekend, these kind of upsets happen. They can happen in my theoretical 18 playoffs. So you're going to let clock integrity get you out of this conversation? During the hectic holidays, skip the mall and visit oneairflowers.com right now. One Air Flowers is offering a special 24 for 24 offer. 24 holiday lights 
roses for just $24. To order now, go to oneheartflowers.com slash ESPN. Okay, so we are doing this. We're going to let Barry stay on his passion for these. Okay. The Olympics people are after me, by the way. They I are? I love it, yeah. All right, now you're gonna now Barry's taking on Herm Edwards Hang in on, Arizona State. Stretch for my ice dancing. Herm Edwards press conference was yesterday, and Matt Barry is excited as a Sun Devil fan. It's Will Kane and Matt Barry on the Rosilla Show on ESPN Big Radio and ESPN app. And now another edition of Obvious News from Geico. Experts now say that wearing more clothes in the winter will, in fact, help you be warmer. We asked cold victim Trent Patterson about this, and here's what he said. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. I I was a little cold, put on a sweater, then wasn't cold. I was like, what? Also in obvious news, Geico makes it easy to save money and easy to reach them with licensed agents available around the clock. So switching is a really smart decision. That's obvious news from Geico. Will Kane and Sports Center's Matt Barry in for Ryan today. The Ryan Rosillo Show is brought to you by Upside.com, giving all business travelers the gift of a better travel experience this holiday season. Upside.com. All right, Barry, yeah. you're hyped? In general or just... You know what I'm talking about, Sun I love, Devil. I love the Herm Edwards hire. Sun hey. Devil. You know I'm Christian, so I have a problem with oh, this. Oh, would you stop it with that? I'm just saying don't run around here, you know, with your devilish ways. <laughs> he didn't forget. You know what? Do we do we have it? We have the let let let's play the the Herm Edwards introductory press conference in Tempe yesterday with Arizona State. Hold Rubino Devils Digest. Uh, Devils Digest, huh? Yes, sir. Where are you located, my man? <laughs> right here in Tempe. Okay, Devils Digest. Okay. Uh, I'm a, I'm I'm Catholic now. I'm a Christian. Watch out, them Devils. <laughs> I'm just uh, saying. Well, you can see, you, We're good, brother. We're you can good. see Devils all, all know, over the place. I ain't so. taking it personal. Okay, all right. He knows the mascot. Okay, first of all, all right. Herm's our boy. Love Herm. Herm's your boy. Herm's my boy. It's Rudy. Everybody's boy. You're my boy, Blue. We love him. Mike, Herm's your boy. Jet fan, absolutely. Universal love at ESPN for Herm Edwards. You're prefacing this. Go ahead. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But I'm going to have to acknowledge the conversation that's going on out there in the world. The conversation going on is, did Herm forget that the mascot of Arizona State It was taken so out of context with that he forgot that the Arizona State State were the Sun Devils. That's not what he was doing. He was at a press conference where he's taking questions from the local media. My guess is that Herm didn't know that there were fan sites in college football that are related to mascots. So he calls on a media member, and they he's expecting to hear Jeff Smith from ABC 15 in Phoenix. So he hears Jeff Smith from Devil's Digest, and Herm was ma- he was just making a joke. What? He- wait, wait, wait. Did he not know that blogs could adopt the names of the team mascot, you're saying? Or he was joking? He just wasn't putting two and two together and made a joke more about Devil's Digest than he was about not knowing the mascot of the new team that he coaches. I'm with you. This is, I mean, look, people are making it like, oh, they, they hired a guy that doesn't know their mascot. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Herm he was did having not, fun. Herm did not forget the mascot. No. 100%. Here's what I think happened. All right. Herm was, uh, he, was doing, he was doing bits, man. He was up on stage. He was having fun. Yes. He was throwing jokes around. Not all jokes land. Not all jokes are understood. We all know Herm around here. Herm likes a little comedy. And in that moment, he was going for the comedy. He with, was going for the comedy, and it confused some people. He was going with the comedy with Devil's Digest, the throw in the, the Christian thing and have fun with it. But then when he did it, he didn't. He just 
didn't know that the joke that he was going to make also coincided with the mascot of the team of the school of which he now coaches. How hyped are you that Herm's the new coach of your school? I think it's a your great, passion project. I think it's a great move for Arizona State. Why? Because he is now introduced as when he's here Wednesday through Friday, Arizona State head coach Herm Edwards. Well, for we, one more week, right? Just this week, Wednesday through Friday. Yeah, last day's Friday. I think today was his first. What's today? Stay Tuesday. Tomorrow's his first. Yeah, last day's Friday. So he'll be back in tomorrow. But the other thing that this does, we could have hired a college coach. College coaches press conference isn't getting national attention. Herm Edwards being at Arizona State is getting the school today and beyond national attention. And for a program that's a middling 500 team in conference since 2000, I'll take it. I love it. Let's ask Herm when he comes in. Is he? Hey, is he scheduled later this week? What will Herm's answer be? Will it be A, I was doing comedy, B, I did forget, C, I don't know, no, college was, blogs like Barry's Theory, the third one. What will Herm say? It was a joke. He was I making a joke that he didn't know was going to coincide with the mascot. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. And he, by the way, if anyone watched that press conference, I watched it in its entirety, he had already said some things that made people laugh. Right. He, so was, he was rolling. Feeling the room. Like, yeah, he was he feeling the room the like room. any comedian. He was yeah. like, I'm landing, baby. Let's land another one. I'm going to do another one. <laughs> I'm going to hit it again. And now everyone thinks that he doesn't know the mascot. All right, coming up, where do the Giants rank? we got some big names. Were they a big enough franchise? Where are they in the prestige rankings? Matt Berry, Will Kane, Rosilla Show.